we're off. Hey team, welcome along to episode number 15 of the DMC podcast with your host, me, Adam Rigby, and the devilishly handsome Mr. Cody Hunter, and our very special, very important guest today, (laughs) a true fitness professional, trainer to the stars, and if you're one of his clients, you know exactly what I mean, because it's how he makes you feel. He's the singer of songs, the writer of wrongs, a wisdom poet, entrepreneur, content creator on a mission to make the world a happier and healthier place. And he's just a real cool dude. (laughs) Mr. Marwin Salerio, bro, welcome to you. Oh, awesome. How fucking cool. Thank you so much for that introduction, bro. No worries, mate. I, I feel good now. Oh, look at you. It's, it's a Friday <laughs> vibes, mate. Friday vibes. You know, I could have just done pages and pages. Um, so good to have you here, mate. And and I think the thing for me is this is this this sort of typifies what we're about and how this conversation came about was by me having a chat to a friend of mine, um, Mandy from our gym in Wellington um lovely lovely girl and we were talking just about our content what we're doing about the deep and meaningful chats having a deep and meaningful chat and the talking about the things and the people in our lives that inspire us pages that we like to look at and your name came up and she said hey you got to check this dude out and I said sweet I'm in and um had a look at your page and like shit this is my guy he speaks the same language. So yeah, there was the follow and then a quick message back and forth, fired it to Cody. And then here we are, here we are. And that's, I think that's, that's, I think how the universe works, eh, mate? It brings us together in the strangest ways. That's what's matter, what matters most to, to, to us is that we have this opportunity to, to connect. So super grateful just to, to sit down and spend time with you, mate. I love what Absolutely. you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just like you, I've just had a cup of coffee as well. So I'm literally buzzing and also buzzing for the opportunity. So super grateful that you guys are allowing me the space and the opportunity to uh, speak my story and just have these type of DMC authentic chats. Um, These are the type of conversations that really fill my cup. And I've found extremely valuable in my own personal growth and self-development to hear how others there for me to talk my thoughts out loud and uh, giving me the opportunity to process them. So um, I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you. That's mate. awesome, bro. Hey, now, before we proceed any further, I need to ask you one very important question, mate. What's um, up? And this is, this, is, this is real. This is truth. Vegemite or Marmite? Oh, man. Look, bro, I haven't had either. I haven't had either. <laughs> okay, good answer. Good answer. That's, <laughs> a, fair, that's, a, that's a fair deal, mate. That's a fair answer. <laughs> good answer okay we can proceed past that point because that was touch and go there for a minute man it was it was going to go either way um i'm sweating i'm sweating i'm sweating get harder mate. <laughs> mate you're out that's as deep as we go yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> hey um hey marwin um just want to say thanks for coming on bro and appreciate it i um obviously i only got sent through some info from adam what maybe two days ago which again yeah. Thank you for jumping on board such short notice, which is sick because, you know, when it's time to roll, you got to roll. And I love that. Um, so, yeah, I've spent a couple of days digging into your, through your stuff. During my work today, I had the podcast on, uh, your podcast on, um, the High Frequency um, Club. I was having a good listen to that today as well. So, mate, just great vibes, great chats, uh, good guests on there. So, yeah, I'm really excited, mate. I love what you do. I'm, I'm really excited to hear a bit more about that as we move forward, forward in this conversation. So, yeah, mate, just wanted to put in my two cents to say how much we appreciate your time today and we're keen to get dig into it, eh? For we sure. Get to roll. For sure. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <clears throat> mate, so a little bit of speed dating. So if we were sitting eye to eye, mate, it's obviously pretty romantic. There's candle, candlelight, it's a dark, dark room. A couple of glasses of wine, you know, we've each had a sip, we're relaxed, we're warm, we've what's what's the quick chat what's the quick it's not even a cell bro but what what's a little bit about you stuff that we need to know before we roll into the deep and meaning yeah just a brief outline of who you are where you're from awesome uh well my name is Marlon Salerio I uh, was born in the Philippines when I was three years old my father realized that he couldn't feed me or my sister so he 
left and went to Papua New Guinea, ultimately landed in New Zealand. And when he saved up enough money to buy airfare tickets for myself, my sister and my mother, we moved over when I was five years old. From five until 20, I spent my entire childhood intermediate uh, years and high school years in Taupo, New Zealand. Um, it was, and the reason why I say that part is because it really gives an insight into my why and why I do things. I'm intrinsically motivated by the understanding of what my parents have sacrificed for me to be here in this beautiful country we call New Zealand. Um, I understand the privilege that I have that I could be somewhere in the Philippines doing something completely different. But the matter of fact is I'm not. Of My parents have given me this, this opportunity through these sacrifices and my why is to make the absolute most out of it. Um, and the best way for me to do that is to double down on the things that I enjoy, which is communicating with people and really double going real deep into my curiosity of human behavior and how that's manifested into my life has been through uh, acting. So I moved to Auckland when I was 20 and I did a bachelor's in performing arts. Um, that really helped that itch of understanding character um, and understanding myself. Uh, another way is personal training and coaching um, and produce a whole lot of content. So here I am now at 28 um, speaking with you guys, uh, yeah, yeah. Mate, I, I, 28. <laughs> I love that, bro. So when did you find out that you were like really curious about that sort of direction that you went on? Like at what age did you start, you know, really getting into that in terms of helping people or the acting side of things or just finding, finding your, your space? Uh, I can't pinpoint it to one specific environment, but I, I know mm. that even when I was real young, I guess it was always in that thing of like, it was part, I guess part, of course it was partly ego, partly me trying to find my belonging. I was always trying to like maneuver my way through the social life. I was trying to be popular. I was trying to figure out what made people tick, what people liked to hear, what people didn't like to hear, um, what would put me in a better position to go to the, be the better parties and shit like that. So it was through trying to see through the subtext of what, what people said so I could be in a better position, position socially. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that there wasn't no then it was something that just continued to snowball. Um, how I got into wanting to help people, however, that was really more intentional when I was in my third and final year of drama school, when I lost 20 kgs, I was like 90. Um, I, was big. I was real unhealthy. The student life of like KFC, KGBs and Domino's really got to me. So um, I started to get stretch marks that I didn't know you could even get stretch marks in. I panicked and I was like, it's time to hold on this. I need to, I need to take care of my health. So I lost the 20 kgs and uh, my classmates in drama school asked, hey, how did you do it? So then I started showing them and then they started to also experience the happiness and the energy lift and the, you know, the sustainability of a good mood. Um, and I got a real kick out of that, actually using the skills that I learned at high school through, I guess, manipulation of the social circles and actually using that skill to help other people better their own lifestyles. Um, and of course, as you guys probably know, acting in New Zealand isn't going to pay full time. So as soon as I finished drama school, people were like, I was really enjoying showing other people, you know, how to better their health and fitness and someone was like hey you know you can do this for a job they're called personal trainers and I was like sweet as soon as I finished drama school I went back into study did my personal training certificate and the rest is history I've been personal training now for five years come back to us brother <laughs> come back. Come back. Oh, uh, there you go I'm here um, <laughs> I'm here. I was just gonna I was gonna say yeah, Marlon, yeah. That's, that's really funny because um my, when I was at a bit of a, a benchmark, so I wanted to be an actor in high school as well. I, I used to do drama classes and it was the direction I really wanted to go. And it was like, I mean, acting look at was acting. Look at <laughs> hey, I, I was a Russian gangster on a movie, mate, right? right? So uh, it was either, there was a direction to go, right? Either the sports coaching and science or to the acting side of it in the same college here in Christchurch. And I chose the, the sports side, but um, all those skills, as, you, as you, I'm sure you're aware, acting skills, customer service skills, coaching skills, everything, eh? Like the more you have and the more of a platform of all of them, 
just brings in such a beautiful like skill base to be able to help others. I mean, you, it's just all, all part of it because you are an entertainer. So I, I break it down to in my coaching to be able to entertain, educate and inspire. They're my three key things to do on every sessions. So if I can tick those three boxes, I've done a good session. If one's too entertaining, I haven't really taught anyone anything and they might just be like, what a space cadet. If I'm too inspiring, they get sick of you. If it's too educating, they get bored. So it's got to be a magical little combination of the three A. So it's a great skills to have, eh? I 100% agree with you, bro. And I tell people this, like when I look in hindsight now, when I look back at drama school, it wasn't an acting school. It was like a self-development school because they taught you how to communicate effectively to others. And most importantly, they taught you how to uh, communicate to yourself. You've got to know who you are before you even start portraying a different character. Otherwise, what are you basing this new creation on um yeah and i love that bro educate inspire and entertain mate it's got me a long way it's like assessing coaches or any content anything's like that i just sort of think about have i hit all three like and some of them will be more than others on different types of content but it's just a real simple way eh, bro to see like shit okay cool i'm in line i'm in line love that awesome and, and rule number four for cody is tops off <laughs> not yet, mate. Hey, bro, not these not, days, Oh, mate. not yet. No, no, no. It's been months away. For a few give, weeks give me uh, five more weeks, mate. I'm just in the. I'm in preparation for <laughs> now, mate. Preparation phase. Mate, Marwin, we do actually have uh, some listeners coming out of the Philippines, and cool. sort of blessed bless for the life that that I've had the opportunity to live through the through the Lesnos, through the German, you know, the, the the great mixing pot, the diversity, the melting pot, and the events where people come from overseas. Got to meet some incredible people, and every interaction of, with anybody for the Philipp, from the Philippines, they are just incredible, warm, kind, nurturing, always bringing gifts, gifts as part of the cakes, sweet things. Yeah. So what, what, what do, you, do you remember much of that given it, the experience was so, so long ago? You, did parents continue to carry that with you? Is that part of your own personal philosophy, the upbringing? from a very young age? Yeah, so like I said before, I moved here when I was five, so I don't really remember much. And then when we came to New Zealand, I was maybe one, we were, I didn't grow up with any Filipino friends, really. Like the only Filipino friends I had, because he might listen to this, he might be like, bro, are you forgetting about me? <laughs> he, left, he left when he was 10 and he moved to Hamilton. And then from 10 years old until I moved out of Taupo, and for, so a whole decade, I didn't have any Filipino friends whatsoever. So the people that I gravitated around that, that looked like me and I found my sense of belonging was around the Māori and the Pacific Islanders. So during that time of my life, I was actually incredibly ashamed to be Asian. I didn't want to be Asian because oh. you're, you're the only one there. Why would you want to be an outcast, right? You're, you're, you're a high school kid trying to find your way in the world. You're trying to find your friends. You don't want to be an outlier. You want to belong just like everyone else. You want friends. Um, but throughout all that shame, my I always had to come home to a Filipino family. So the values of respect, kindness, and all the things that you, you have said um, was always embedded in my DNA, whether I liked that or not. Um, so yeah. Yeah, those were strong upheld values that my parents had always instilled in us. And still, I still have to this very day. Yeah, nice. Isn't it amazing though that, that, that the one thing that makes us truly unique and you're, you're saying about, you know, saying, oh, and, and ashamed at times of being Asian in those environments, the, the one thing that really makes us stand out that we should be proud of, that we should embrace, we see as incredibly different. So as a negative rather than a positive, and that's with mm. a lot of things in our life, eh, bro? Um, and we just block, we just block ourselves, that negative mindset that we're all trying to assist people to work through. And I, I truly believe, you know, that the great thing about this mm. thing is I said, these conversations, it brings us together. We bounce off each other, we find we find each other like we've found each other online and why we're chatting now. I don't, I really truly believe that the universe will help you find a way. We just need to get out of our way. And if people are if people are incredibly unhappy, feeling like they don't belong, you know, there's a path for them. There's an mm. opportunity to open up and it starts. That why we're, that's why we're saying the conversation, having a chat to someone you trust, someone you care about, 
mm. and allowing you to work through those little limitations that we all have. So I, I it's, it's agree. interesting to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I do believe like your version of success and freedom is completely an inside job. Like a great example was for me in lockdown last year in 2020. Um, and I always told myself, even though I went to acting school, I told myself that I was never creative. I'm not a creative person. You know, Adam, tell me what to do and I can make something of it. But if you're telling me to create something out of my own head, I can't do it. I don't know how to do that. And I told myself that all my life. Um, and it wasn't until lockdown happened that I was forced to be creative because the gyms had closed. And what am I going to do now? I can't, you know, I wasn't producing any content at the time. There was no personal training happening. The gyms were closed. Um, and because I had that time and space, I started producing heaps and heaps of content. So it kept my mind occupied. And also there were things that I enjoyed. And then in hindsight, now I was like, oh shit, I'm actually quite creative. I just told myself that I wasn't. And because I wasn't, I didn't produce anything. Um, and it was then that like, literally I felt like the floodgates had just opened. So yeah, I, I so resonate with those limiting beliefs um, that we're talking about here. And there's, I'm sure there's a, a few more blind spots that I haven't had that I'm still working through. Um, but once we do untie those shackles, um, that's where the, free, the real freedom is. And having that mindset, hey, we, we should all be the creator. We all have the capacity to be the creator, not just the follower. And that's what we do. That's what we do a lot. Uh, mate, really interested in the content because if we go way back to the stuff that you were that you were producing online, there's a point where you said, hey, man, this is just not me. This is not real. This is not resonating. And you changed. Can you can you talk through that a, a little bit? Yeah. So when I... Before the content that I was doing now, I was in this process, uh, in this mindset of like, I have to put something out. And that was the seed of it. I had to put something out. I put pressure to put something out, which means I had to create something, whether it was authentic to me or not, as long as it got put out. So I started to think about, okay, what do people want to hear? Okay, maybe it's about abs. Maybe it's about biceps. Maybe it's about aesthetics because that's what society and that's what the market is right now glorifying. So I started creating that type of content and it, it wasn't fulfilling. It just, I just felt the pressure that I had to do it. And then yeah. lockdown happened and biceps, no, none of that in my house. So the best thing that I, the next thing that I thought was, well, I'm still having conversations with my clients. I'm still talking to them. Um, and even more so, I'm now talking to other people on Zoom as well. I'm just gonna document everything. And, I'm just documenting everything that I am going to do, just like what we're doing now. Yeah. And it was through that that I realized, actually, what fulfills me more is having these types of conversations that mind, the mindset, talking about emotional and mental fitness and how that correlates with physical fitness, because during lockdown, physical fitness is completely out the door, right? The only thing we can really tend to is emotional and mental right now. So I documented everything and that's how I found fulfillment in the type of content that um, I'm creating now. Because really, I wouldn't say I'm creating, I'm documenting. Mm. Yeah. Like blogging. Working so in. Find, hey, we're working. Um, we're all working in. Mm. I was just going to say, did you find that the lockdown, so, so when you went to that direction, obviously, of having all those conversations about the emotional side of it, the mental side of it, the, the getting through all these things, has that changed you now as a as a face-to-face -face coach as well, do you feel, or are you still the same as before? Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's Yeah, it has truly... Look, not taking away, like, there, there was a lot of negative stuff that happened with COVID and a lot of, you know, a lot of businesses and people's health had suffered and a lot of people lost people as well um, but for me in my own experience the lockdown was the best thing to happen because it gave me the time and space to get away from all the stress and the busyness and actually take figure out what I wanted to do it gave me breathing room um, and through that breathing room I figured out what fulfilled me and it helped transform my role as a coach and personal trainer uh, with my job so to help wholeheartedly mm. yeah that's it's amazing because you can't in those situations we all know you can't carry the weight of the world on your shoulders mm. and we just need to pack up what we have process what we have and then move that forward and hopefully that impacts and then when we touch becomes a little lighter but yeah for me too bro i, I crave connection and that's one thing mm. i've had three weeks three weeks off through 
um, having surgery, but getting in and, and being able to connect with people and seeing their faces, talking to them, seeing the response, mm. seeing how I can affect them in a positive way, being able to chat, have those real chats face-to-face, looking someone in the eye has been amazing. And it makes mm. you realize the time away, what you really love and, the, and a couple of things you can discard. Mm. Um, and Cody and I have talked to that before, that a lot of the stuff we carry is not ours to carry. And to sit down and just to have that quiet place where we can start to process everything and go, you know what? All of these fears that I have are not mine. These were gifted to me or given to me. And I carry these. It's not my weight to carry. That's someone else's. I can leave that behind. The lesson is in there, but now I need to leave that behind and I need to move on and create my own path. So yeah, moments, there's negatives and everything. Again, if we can focus on our own. Mm. Mm, yeah, I, I fully agree. The world it, the world. Yeah, it's fine. It's the, the trick is becoming aware of those fears that we've been carrying in our backpacks, eh? And a lot yeah. of it is um comes down to that conditioning that were given to us, as you say, when we were children. And um, we've been carrying it this whole time without us even knowing because it's now become it's we've held on it for so long that that one energy, one mood, one quote, one telling off has turned into a personality trait. Yeah, and we're not telling people to forget because, you know, you've got to remember, you can, for, forgiveness is empowering, forgiveness is important, it's energizing. You know, there are things that we do need to forgive ourselves, mainly for a lot of the stuff that, we're, that we've thought we've done that is wrong, but it's part of our journey, but also people, it's, it's you know, the, the four agreements, Cody and I are massive on, it's a, it's a book that we both, um, cherish we keep it in our in our library our own personal library in the fifth agreement it's about having that having that power um, those things that are that are incredibly important to you recognizing the power that you have but um yeah bro I think I, I think for for us all there was many 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 lessons but the outcome is always invariably positive invariably positive because their outlook is positive eh? positive Mm. outlook generally look for a positive outcome and life's going to throw curveballs at us life's going to get incredibly hard but that's important that's part of the journey like those that little link i saw eh? that instagram yesterday and and i'm thinking yeah bro i'm I'm, uh, cody's gonna love this marwin's gonna gonna vibe on this i think that resilience that we build up those steps that we take that we don't give ourselves credit for and we mm. take that every day. You know, we learn by doing and we grow by failing. And failure happens every day, every moment. Whether it's us when we walk out the door, whether it's someone else next to us, it's a process that we all need to adapt to and get good at. Take chances, mm. eh? Take chances. Yeah. Um, and and like in, in in that, like you get you get experience with a lot of people. So they come to you and they're on a journey. They're looking for health. They're looking for fitness. Some of them are looking for that aesthetic. So what are the, some of the challenges? I think when people come into you, do you, do you adopt or try and adopt the same positive mindset and, and slowly implement that into your training above the, so what are some of the objections I'm saying that you get day after day with your clients coming in? How, how do you start to help people and get them on the same type of journey or start their own journey? Right. For, for the most part, a lot of people come to get help through personal training because they're in some sort of pain, right? They're not happy right. where they're currently at. So let's say someone comes and says, oh, I want to lose 10 kgs. It's all good and dandy. Oh, that's the goal. And I asked them, okay, what is that, you know, goal or what represent, right? Why, why do you want it? And they'll, they'll say maybe it represents a person. It represents someone who's resilient. It represents someone who is consistent and someone that, you know, they can, they can back and trust. And it's, it's through that process then. I think for the most part, a lot of people said, lack that self-love right and i think through strength training you're able to put them into certain positions let's say you lift 
today 50 kgs and your deadlift the next day you lift 55 kgs but a lot of people won't give themselves credit for that and i think being able to highlight those small wins and show people that hey you lifting an extra five kgs today actually represents those type of identity traits that you told me in your consultation remember you said what kg loss represented for you was someone who was confident someone who was resilient someone who you could back up like do you think that you going from 50 kgs to 55 kgs uh deadlift did, did that not take those type of identity traits to for you to get there in the first place and then it makes it less about the aesthetic or less about the number and just more about the process because you don't have to wait until your 10 kgs less resilient and be the type of person you want to back up you can achieve that now you can achieve that now with getting dressed to go to the gym, even though you didn't want to. You could back, uh, you could achieve that now by uh, sticking to your night routine and getting the eight hours sleep you said you were going to get. So it's less about what's so far in the future and really focusing about what you can do right now and just giving yourself credit for those small things. Because I think life is so fast right now that people don't acknowledge that. So all I'm really doing is just highlighting those small things, if that makes sense. Yeah, perfect, bro. I mean, Cody and I talked about that before. It's what do we aspire to be? Where do we aspire to go? Walk a mile in those shoes because it is adopting that same mindset. Mm. You know, mm. it's, being, it's being positive. It's the way that you feel. And then suddenly you're at that place. You're at that goal. You're at that benchmark. You've got all of those characteristics that you talked about. You've got someone who supports you and listens to you and the accountability, because that's what we all lack. And it's breaking people out of that self-sabotage, eh? Because we're, yeah. the, the, we're all the masters at it. Ah, oh, you know, we talk about, we talk about tall, tall poppy syndrome in New Zealand and, and across the globe. Sometimes it's better just to blend in rather than to stand out. Mm. So there's a, there's a lot of fear attributed to it. Mm. What do you think the, the, the impact social media in terms of Instagram and all of the things that you used to think were important in terms of the physical aspects. How do you think that's affect people's mindsets and the way they are attracted to training? Yeah, I think um, comparison is the thief of joy. And yeah. that, <laughs> right, fully. that has absolutely played a huge, huge factor. Um, but I'd also turn it and flip it around and saying, that people need to also be accountable to how they use and view social media because social media wasn't created to hurt your feelings. It wasn't created for that. It was, cre it was created to help uh, connect ideas and connect people from different sides, you know, different side of the globe that objectively that's what it was really for, but people have now taken it in, as, um, as, as what do you call it? The, the focus point of their, sadness mm. you, you've uh, yeah yeah you yeah sorry i lost my train of thought there that's right i mean when none of us are here the the reality is, is the algorithm will never you know the algorithm the algorithm will serve you in a negative way right that's what search out you type in abs or you type in strength or you type in beauty it'll give you and continue to feed you picture upon picture upon picture 100 start... and if that makes you feel bad if that makes you feel bad then stop liking that and start liking yeah, that mindset stuff. you know what i mean you right. at the end yeah. of the day you created that you create your yeah. algorithm mm. you know i, I, I think give, people it, yeah. need to start taking accountability for it mm. And, and the best way they can do that too. is obviously search Marwin Salerio and look up that guy because <laughs> he's the boss. DMC podcast, look up those guys. Absolutely. And, and then well, like, that's yeah. a snowball. Well, like we were saying, hey, what you what you consume, what you listen to, what you watch, the people you hang around with, everything is who you become, eh? So like you've got to be careful with what you're feeding um yourself and that's the thing on youtube we talk about it. So it becomes that echo chamber eh? like one thing you put out there all of a sudden all the videos support what you're searching for so it just keeps giving you more and more and more um six minute abs you know how to spot reduce ab you know stomach fat and expose eight pack abs in six weeks you know that sort of shit it's just piles upon piles of a day so you got to be careful what you're searching for lots of machines yeah lots order of, yeah. order where your attention is going yeah, bro. Lots of ad machines under couches right now. 
gathering dust. Um, <laughs> hey, you, you, you know, hey, so, uh, Marvin, I want to talk a bit more. So earlier you mentioned a bit about purpose, right? So we talked a bit about your purpose, which, um, so what what is the main purpose behind what you're doing right now? Like just to clarify that, and then I've got a bit of a follow-up question for you as well. In terms of like so what, this high-frequency uh, club and everything, everything you're doing right now. Awesome. So what, intrinsically, I'm, I, I love self-development. Um, I love everything about it. I love being curious. I love consuming information and applying information. And all, and because I spend so much time doing it, I ask myself, well, bills have also got to be paid, right? Me just doing and applying isn't going to pay the bills. How can I make, how can I pay the bills while I'm at it? How can I also fulfill all the other holistic things that come with life as well as continue with my passion? So there's no better way than to create a platform where I can document and meet like-minded people like yourself and we all pitch in to create. What, what rises is, a, is, a, is will be like a content hub for health and self-development um the high frequency club is one sh one little show that comes under that umbrella um and i hope to create more type of segments um yeah does that answer your question yeah 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 it's just more um and then like in terms of your own personal like what you know, like what gets you out of bed in the morning is it that whole idea of, of building that thing to bring everyone together in that like what gets you out of bed at five in the morning four thirty in the morning every day to do what you do I enjoy it, bro. I genuinely enjoy it. I genuinely enjoy having these types of conversations um, with my clients. I think with me, the relationship that I have with my clients is transactional. Um, I give them uh, knowledge and experience and practical tips on how to better their health. And also, I've been fortunate enough to have a clients who are extremely high performers, so they're leaders, entrepreneurs um, in, in their own fields. And they, because we have meaningful chats i'm able to extract information from them and also use it into my own lifestyle so every single day is different and there's something always new to be able that i can that i can work on whether it's in my business or personal life so that's what gets me out of bed i just i genuinely just enjoy the things that i do so someone we we're talking a bit about purpose obviously and we've talked a bit so when we're dealing with clients and everything of course we have our we have our sort of overarching goal, right? The sort of what are we doing? You know, that kind of outcome base of, you know, what we're trying to, our objective here. We've got our purpose behind it. Now, I'm curious about what your process is now. So um, whether it's a day-by-day -day thing, a week-by-week -week thing, you know, everyone says trust the process or, you know, or they set these big, wonderful goals and yet they wake up and have no idea what they're supposed to do to actually achieve that big goal. You know, what is the day-by-day, month-by-month or whatever? What's your process for you to get to where you're going with your current, uh, you know, missions that you're on, um, or even just your to, to maintain homeostasis and, and keep you in, in the right position to perform at your best. Like, what are some things that you get into in that regard? But I set some absolute non-negotiables, and my non-negotiables are sleep. I'm eight hours and eight hours a night, absolutely. Even. Seven is okay, but I know I'm not my best and I am so addicted to feeling my best. Um, and that comes to me from sleep. Uh, Sundays are also solo time days. So I try not to uh, set any meetings with like my partner, for example. I try not to answer any emails. I don't open any of that. It's literally just for me to refill my cup. And that might look like going to the beach, might be reading a book, or it might literally just be like um, uh, watching Netflix and and consuming someone else's story instead of thinking about my own and trying to look forward to the future or whatever. Um, I also, I've also blocked out my working. So I only have trained clients days a week now compared to what used to be six and then five. So I'll go Monday, Tuesday clients, Wednesday will be creative days. So that's for the podcast and any other edits that I want to clip. Um, uh, clips I want to edit sorry and then Thursday Friday I'm back to clients so I find that type of routine and process works for me um yeah those structural pillars of having that midweek and sleep eight hours a night and solo time and then I will structure everything else around those mm -hmm. I love I love that eh? and that's what we talk we talk about those schedule things there eh, where you get that ob that objection yeah, from people and they're like fuck I mean I 
scheduling oh god that's just a trap you know i don't want people to have to schedule my day out and it's like mate that's your opportunity to build you know your week your dream week like whatever you want you take control of that and you can build it out so that you perform at your best and have the best things in your life scheduled often and things like that eh? so i, I like the way that you've structured your week eh? that's really cool yeah live to live right not live to work yeah like, work is just a component of living but I love what you said about, you know, just you love feeling great, right? And that's and something we should all great. embrace. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, addicted to feeling great. And we should all be addicted to feeling great. But mm. document it. How do you know how you got there? You know, so the scheduling oh, yeah. and, and, and the documenting things, whether it's, oh, man, you know, like a, we can we can not apps all we want, but we can write stuff down. How much sleep did we get that night? Because, you know, if you don't get eight hours... And maybe the people around you recognize that as well. It's like, oh, Marvin didn't get his eight hours yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of journaling as well. Um, so like, I'll have like slots of different life priorities and I'll ask myself every single day, I'll be like, oh, how did friends make me happy or unhappy? Did money make me happy or unhappy? And then there'll be, yeah, there'll be 10 of them. Uh, and at the end of the week, I'll ask myself, I'll round up all the tallies and see which one of those priorities made me the most happy and which ones made me the most unhappy. And that really gives me the decision to figure out what I need to work on more for the next week, what is happily maintained um, and what is really working for me. So then I can intentionally take out of those sources um, and point my gun to where, where I need to go. So yeah, documentation is so important. I love it, brother. It's like that whole, it's a that whole... short, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, so I was just going to say. Because yeah. you don't want to get addicted to that. Yeah. Well, that's right too. And you don't want to, um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that whole, on a, on that back onto what you were doing, of, of assessing your sort of weekend talk to me. And I was going to say that whole keep, stop, start. Have you heard of that sort of philosophy before? Like where you, you assess everything. It's like, keep doing this, stop doing that and start doing this. Um, whether it's a, yeah. you know, with, with a company or your business or your weekly scheduling or what you're doing. Um, but cool strategy, eh? Like for people to be sort of aware of their week in review, eh? Like, so you ask your clients at the end of the week to go through these different pointers and questions. Um, but yeah, again, I, as you, you might be able to tell, I'm a real, a very tactic, tactile kind of like a habit-based kind of guy. Like I'm a mission focused person. Um, so when I have my, my clients and my coaching is always about, checklists and and just keeping it real structured and smooth take away the emotion of most of it and just make sure you're you're hitting things it's not working let's change it it works well double down etc um so i love this sort of whole process vibe I'm, I'm i'm deep into that kind of stuff for sure eh? yeah yeah find the source right find the source of your positive energy and find the sources of your negative energy and you can only find those sources through documentation but once you've got them man it's so powerful because you can be so much more intentional with your actions because you know what works what doesn't what fills your cup what doesn't mm -hmm. yeah, but i'm fully i commit to there's a couple of days a week that i commit to to the discipline and mainly it's in my professional life so i know that if i can sit down and do those things document and have, have a complete structure for a day and two days to do my administration and the rest of it is going back to that thing for me and it's, if i do that i know that the universe will look after me that positive things will start to happen because i've taken these steps to make sure that everything i do from this moment forward has momentum mm. so i try not to block myself and i know it's a it's been a it's been a challenge of mine previously you know, I've, I've always been, hey man, just sit back, let the universe decide. So that's the that's the the contrast between Cody and myself. Um, but mate, we are we're massive exponents of gratitude. Uh, so mate, take us through, like you know, and, and I, I know mate, you, you're probably exactly the same. But what's a couple of things that that you're grateful for right here, right now? Oh, great question. I am grateful to. For the universe to be able to just connect me with like-minded individuals like yourselves who i didn't even yeah. know of what like last week right <laughs> oh, because yeah. of, mm -hmm. but because of the energy that you guys put out that i put out it has connected us here now um i'm so grateful for that type of process it gives me faith um i'm grateful for the ability to move my body and i'm grateful for the ability to really knuckle down on the things that I enjoy and be able to make a living out of it. Yeah. 
That's right. I um I just wanted to say I, I love the whole you know bringing everyone together vibe and, and that's that whole we talk about it heaps because this is something that's been a learning along the way for myself as well and Adam when we talk about it the whole DMC sort of vibe around it it's having that intention of being like eyes up right like the whole eyes up rise up but if you've got your eyes open and you're aware and you've got that intention it's amazing what comes your way right and that's what we're, we're saying we're putting out that vibe you're putting out the words you're putting out the content and it just flows in right whether it's people you know dming you with com with uh you know like giving you um updates on what's happened in their life and the way you've influenced them and things it's like but your eyes are up and um and and, and that's great hey there, there are people like-minded people everywhere but if we're shut into our own little world and hiding behind our, our our little barriers, hey, you don't find them. You won't find them. It'll be a lot harder to notice that sort of stuff. Um, so that intention's so strong. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just off the back of that, that's that um, those two mindsets of abundance versus scarcity, right? Mm. Yeah, if yeah. you're abundant and saying that there's limitless possibilities, as long as you're intentional and you move towards it, it will come. But if you're scarce and trying to hide and trying to compete, then you'll always have what you've always got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie and I talk about talk about the environment as well and surrounding yourself with like-minded people, and this this is part of that. And it's and life's like a you know a, a massive radio with it with so many different stations, so many different vibrations. And if you're not comfortable mm. where you're at, if you're not if you don't feel as though you can be yourself, or be free to talk. If you don't feel as though you need to hide in conversations, if you don't feel as though you can contribute, then it's okay, and and we welcome it. You know, and, and it takes bravery to actually stand up, step out and change the frequency, change the environment. And this is the type of thing that happens, mate. You meet some incredible people who make you realize that you're not alone. You don't have to sit and think these thoughts by yourself. You can sit down, whether it's online, whether it's at a table and have a conversation and find out that your mission is someone else's mission. And it should be our overall mission in life to talk to, to communicate to as many people as we can to make this world a better place to live in, you know, improve That's our quality true. of life because we have one, man, this is mm. it. I can't confirm that. I don't know that, you know, I don't based know what experience. the next stage has for us based <laughs> yeah. on experience, my current situation, <laughs> but I'm going to max out every day, you know, and maxing out every day means I'm going to make it a mission to communicate with as many people as I can, to talk to as many people as I can. If I see someone struggling, I will, of course, offer to reach out and help in any way that I can. And you can pick that up. Hey, do you, do you notice that, bro? You're, mm. You can pick up the energy. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yep, definitely. You don't want to crash anybody's like, party by just, Whoa, come here, come here. Give us a hug. Come on. <laughs> let me out. Come on. <laughs> so like, steady, steady. Approach with caution. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I, was just, <laughs> I, I love that, eh? So good. Now I lost my train of thought on what I was going to say because you got me caught up so much, mate. So anyway, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, bro. No, no. I want to say, um, one, one thing we do need to commend Cody on is his commitment to great hair. Hey, mate. And I think Definitely. it's something we should all aspire to do also. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it is he you... does go into his barbers for a deep and meaningful chat. He loves a good chat. But I love I mean, the barbers, mate. He's my man. He's my man. Yeah. And if and if there are any, you know, movie movie companies, uh, any directors looking, listening, needing a Russian gangster type. There is your man. Must your man. He's, my Russian accent is very poor, though. So don't don't count on me speaking Russian very well. There was uh, my Russian friends did tell me that it was atrocious. So uh, anyway, we'll get better at that. No, no speaking lines probably thank, best. Thank you for the support, dear Russian friends, dear uh, Russian friends. Hey, bro. So, so um. Ma, when you went from you went from the personal training, right, your people, and then there's that tr transition to saying, yeah, do you know what? I feel comfortable in communicating this message and starting the high frequency club. And then there's the next layer again where, thing, where it starts to gain momentum and more people are included. So can you talk to us about some of the people that have joined in to the high frequency club and also the next stage? And there's something very huge for you and your community happening. I'd love to hear more about that, mate. Yeah, so um, for me, so my co-host, Sinead Behrman, she was uh, my physiotherapist actually, right? And we got talking during those type of sessions. She was trying to um, fix my injury. 
And there were conversations just like this. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we just had a camera right in that corner that documented everything? Because these are the type of conversations that I want people to join in on and also want to hear from other people. You know, let's really open this up. And that's how the high frequency clubs started. Um, And that's exactly what's happened. A lot of people who we haven't really talked to, maybe we've seen in the gym or we've bought a bull that we've never ever met. But what we've done is just like what you guys have done is just created the space and opened up the conversation to have these types of meaningful chats. But I think a lot of people were thinking anyway, they just didn't know where to channel that energy. Yeah. Um, so it's been super, super humbling to be able to provide even just a small uh, space for that to happen. Um, and then... I asked myself, okay, the High Frequency Club is going real well, but what's next? How can I make more of an impact, right? Because it started with one-on-one personal training, then it started with the, with, the, with the podcast, and I asked myself, okay, what's next? What would be even bigger? How could I even hold a bigger space for a conversation? Well, what about an event? What about pretty much a live podcast? Instead of having one guest, I'll have five, and we'll all talk around a certain theme. For example, just mindset, the strength, um, the secret to strengthening your training and shaping your success. That's the title to the event. And I've got um, speakers in time, time management, self-leadership, movement and nutrition. Um, and really all it is, is, it's nothing innovative at all. It's just an upscale of what we're already doing with the High Frequency Club, but live. Um, so events are next. And then I want to I wanna create more content. And the other, the best thing about Rise for me, selfishly, Oh, not selfishly, sorry, is that I'm able to provide my friends who are so knowledgeable, like doctors, nutritionists, and physiotherapists, with a platform to speak to, for their voice to be on. Because mm. I've got such good knowledge already. It's just, for whatever reason, they feel so locked into only sharing it with, I guess, the immediate peers or the immediate clients. But how about there's this platform now that you guys can all come and I'll document the conversations that we have or whatever you want to say and we'll just put it on that platform. So it's just giving everyone the voice to to say what's already on their mind that's going to resonate with a lot more people. Mm. Beautiful. Great platform, and, and, mate. And, oh, sorry, Adam. Go, I was go, just, bro. Sorry, bro. I was just going to say that um, that was someone like, for example, like Adam, and, when, and I've known Adam now for a couple of years, and whenever we met, similar to you and your physio, we're like, bro, we need to do a podcast so bad, eh? and Adam's like, oh, I've never really done one before, and I'm like, and it was the exact same thing, every time you caught up, great conversations, chats on the phone, and we just did the same thing, let's just start documenting these conversations, and see what happens, and this mm. is where we are today, and it's, it's cool, eh, because when you meet people that you know have value to add, it's cool to be able to say, shit, let's, let's get it out there. Let's share that stuff and, and have these combos. It's, be- it's, it's a great platform, man. 100%, bro. And like the conversations that we're, we're got, we were going to have anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. And listen, why, we may as well just open up the door and invite everyone else to come in because isn't it amazing if someone else can walk away with the same amazing feeling that I get from you guys as well? You know? Yeah, like, likewise, so, right like mm. let's invite everyone to have these types of conversations because we can learn just as much from all these other people as well mm-hmm. i have this conversation a lot you know and, and people are the same they're the same mindset saying oh you know i feel as though i got something to say i might say it i think say i it. should don't think do it just yeah. do it and if you want help getting online cody and i've just gone to zoom it is super easy if you feel as though you have something to say and it can impact the world in a positive manner then do it and don't let anything stop you because that's part of your personal mission, right? That's the universe telling you that this is what you're destined to do. If you have it, never be afraid to speak your mind as long as it is positive and uplifting with a view to be kind and caring towards others. And our mindset too, with looking after each other because we're all part of the same community. And it's yeah. not like it's a limited pie and we're protecting a slice of it. It is, there is pie for everyone and if it comes to the last slice that is yours my friend i will make another pie we need to look after each other we need to invest in each other we need to promote each other and that's part of that because we man we love what you're doing like the messages that you have online are amazing and pete if you're listening go over to marlon's page have a look just go through it and it's going to be you know we 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 flick through we scroll and scroll 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 through Marlon's page have a look at the stuff that he's putting out there 
like I say, he's a he's a poet. He's a poet. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, but true, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. But you're 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 right. If you, if you found your gift, if you found your gift, or you found something that you really really enjoy, or at least you're really curious at, give it all away. Mm. Give it all away and just watch the universe unfold. Give yeah. give your gift away, and life really really opens up. Man, and how good is it? Because you know you've got this thing coming up, and and the energy around the expectation. You know, we talk about the dopamine that's involved mm. in some of the habits that we have and negative habits as well. But the dopamine effect and the feel-good factor and the fulfillment and knowing that you're going to do something that is going to make the difference in someone's lives. And as Cody said, when we first did it, you know, oh, don't, don't worry about who's listening. It, it, it's not the focus. Mm. What matters is the content. What matters is what we are saying uh, and the rest will look after itself. And we've had some incredible messages, as I know you would have too, mate. People have just come out of nowhere where we least expect it and said, thank you. Mm. And that's it for me. And for those people, and obviously in our community and, and for Marlon as well, those people that have reached out to us and been brave enough to say we have helped them or that they need help, thank you. Mm. Because that's what we feel we are here to do. We we, we love the opportunity. We treasure the opportunity to be able to have conversations like this. Man, I've been buzzing like ever since, because, you know, the, the little message back and forth, Marwin, and I'm like, shit, man, I just need to talk to this dude. We need him <laughs> on the show. <laughs> no doubt. And you're like, right, I'm in. I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't it great when you have those times, eh, where you're like, where you just want to push the record? Just exactly what you said, Marwin. It's like, a conversation with someone and you're like, wow, well, this needs to be recorded. Like, cause when the time is yeah. good, eh? And it's like random times, it's like, fuck, this would be such good shit to share, eh? You just want to share that stuff. Absolutely. And, and even now for me, I sometimes carry my notebook or I've got my, mm. my phone notes ready to go. Cause sometimes I won't have the camera, right? And then someone yeah. will share something profound. I'll be like, oh man, I need to write that down. I need yeah, to think yeah. about that. I need to write that down. And I need to share that with people, you know? Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good items. Eh? Like I look back on my phone, I've got audibles that I, used to, I got in the habit of recording voice memos. And there's some of me when I lived in South Korea and I'm running in the mountains and I'm panting like, <sighs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming up with some content ideas and I'm just talking it through as I'm running in these yeah. mountains. Eh? And I listen back to that and I'm like, wow, that's so good. Eh? Like I, it's a great habit. I need to do it more often. But when it's right, like we talked about, Averiggers, because we do forget these great ideas. It's like put it on paper, record it straight away. Don't lose it because sometimes you never get it back at all. That For sure, idea, and I sure. think um, I, I I know a lot of um, other you know personal trainers and practitioners who um, just hold on to their ideas because they're scared of the judgment of it. You know, um, and I'd I'd say just put it down, let it go, just absolutely let it go. Because what's the worst that can happen? Your intention is right. Your yeah. intention is right. It's to help, Who you know? Yeah. Let it right. go. Right, so on, on that subject, um, are, there any, are there any books that are personal favorites to yours? I mean, are you a reader? Is that something that you do? Um, you know, week to week, month to month, do you pick something up? Is there something that you've picked up and continue to carry with you through your life? Yeah, so... Um, the, the most profound book that has made an impact on me was the book um, Dale Carnegie, Daniel Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay, yeah, um, another Glenn's favorite too. Yeah, mm. yeah, sure. game changer, game changer. It was, it really helped me empathize deeper and understand people. Um, and at the time when I was reading it, it was with my family because I always wondered, like, why is mom and dad do this, do this, do this. And I never saw it from their shoes or put myself into their boots, right? Um, that's always been for me, that book. And it's such yeah. a strange oh, title, it, isn't it? It's such a strange title. It gives no real indication because you think, is this book about manipulation? Is the, you know, the title mm. can be actually off-putting to the content? Mm. Agree, agree. When don't really, and when, judge a book you by don't... the cover, Marwan. Don't judge a book by the cover. <laughs> hey. But once you get into the content itself, it's got nothing to do with people and everything yeah. to do with you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and the other one is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, Game yes. Game so good. Yeah. What a book. What a yeah. book. Just so simple. Um, mm. oh, what a book. That was, yeah, that was the, the, 
a book that I've written so many notes on. I pretty much got half of it in my notes. I borrowed it. And I was like, I need yeah. everything in this. Yeah, there's certain books though that you like might listen to or uh, like, because I'm big on audibles, but then you have a list of the ones where it's like, I've got to get that paperback. I need that physical book on yeah. hand because there's ones you want to have the notes. And yeah. that's definitely one of them, eh? Yeah, I agree that books, is, I refer that to all my clients, to anybody, it's a great book. First book that Cody suggested that I read and I gave him a number of objections why I can't read, why I don't read. And yeah. he, he swiped them away. Nah, move on. And that got me to a point where, you know, I am a, I am a book a week. I do audio books. I picked up my first paperback um, a couple of weeks ago and managed to code of the extraordinary mind. I managed to get through that. Um, I just finished The Alchemist. Mm, I heard good things. Haven't read it though. Lord. Yep. I had to <laughs> listen to the end because I don't think, uh, I, you know, I had, to, I had to go back and we talk about the benefit of, you know, if, you, if, if you're going through life, the, audio, the challenge with audiobooks is, is you get on a roll and sometimes you just kind of tune out rather than tune it in. So make sure you're mindful of, of your absorbing the content. And if you're not, stop it. Or if you mm. feel as though you missed something, you can go back and readdress it. But I had to go back. And again, I, lis I listened and I heard things that I didn't hear before. And I'm like, holy shit. That's why it didn't make sense to me the first time around. Like, mm. gong. Mm. So I've got, yeah, I've got yeah. books that are for me spiritually. And I've got books from a business perspective that, I, that I'm turning to at the moment. Um, Rebel Ideas, that was one that Glenn suggested. Um, and also The Infinite Game, Simon Sinek. Mm. So I'm kind of juggling books at the moment. So I'm like, my commitment is, okay, I'm, I'm about work. And I'm going to invest the time and, and probably more uh, uh, a, a business-directed learning. Um, and fulfillment and that's that but when i get into my own time when is that free time when i get time to relax it's more of a spirit spiritual reading because my mindset's completely different mm. and i tune in so it's amazing how by old mate cody just suggesting and assisting me getting on a pathway of my learning and again we're about those little nuggets that we grab on the journey those little mm. things out of the, like holy shit and i might see things in that book that cody hasn't seen but because it's real it's relevant to where we are in our lives right we yeah. kind of gloss over the things that don't seem to affect us and all of a sudden that little hook something catches and you're like shit hang on that's why i read the book and that's why we have these conversations those little hooks those little nuggets that pop out and we're like oh fuck that's it sorry <laughs> we are back hey so so bro we do a um we do a little what's called a a, a gravestone drill and it sounds flipping morbid it's like the cover of the book that you think wow that's not going to be cool at all but if years from now years from now and i'm sure you will live a long productive healthy happy life my friend and i wish nothing more for you and your loved ones years from now as we stare into the great abyss and on your tombstone, or your epitaph, or the things that people will say about you, what would you like to be known for? Marlon Solero was someone who had fun, achieved everything he wanted, and he gave it all away. Beautiful. There you go. Done and dusted, mate. Like how yeah. deep is that, mate? And that's, that's yeah. I mean, that's what I really like about you, and I, I got that straight away from you, mate, and yeah. just... You know, and I like that the energy is visible, and what you what you output is one hundred percent authentically you, and that's what attracted us to this conversation and the necessity to have conversation. And I think for everybody out there, if you have that inkling, and there's someone that you want to talk to, that there's someone to reach out to, that you feel as though you know there's someone across the room that you think, man, they've got good energy, I might just chat to them. Fuck, I do it. Mm. life's way too short the one little nugget that you can get from that conversation you know energy attracts energy and you you're attracted to them for a reason the laws of attraction way beyond mm. physical just to say hi you know just to have to sit down have a conversation that's the type of things we should aspire to do and that's how we all grow it's how we all, we all get better absolutely um 
Right. So what a, I, I guess in terms of advice, so again, further down the track, if you were to have children, to have, you know, younger siblings, potentially, I'm saying this has to happen, mate, I'm not putting that pressure on you. <laughs> this is not me putting pressure on you. Okay. But what do you think would be the advice that you would pass on to the ones that you love most in this world? That's a really good question. I think the best way for me to answer that would be what did young Marwin needed to hear? Mm. Yeah. And I would say the things that you enjoy doing may be different from everyone else's and that's completely okay. And it doesn't, or because you're not judged the same way as everyone else's and your metrics of success look different doesn't mean that you are broken or that there is something wrong with you. You just like different things and it's okay to hold on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Sick, man. I mean, the yeah, our viewers were all perfect, eh? We, we, we find ways to object. We talked about it before. We find ways to run away from it and say that, you know, we're, we're, we're imperfect, we're broken based on the stuff that we're bombarded with. But essentially what it comes down to is we're all perfect, individual, we're all unique. Mm. You know, we all have something beautiful to offer. It's our energy, it's our heart, it's our soul, it's our spirit. And don't let the things around you influence that in a negative way. And if they do, you can. It's okay to leave them behind. Because when you're at yes. your best, 100%, everybody and everything around you will benefit. So be the yeah. best, be the best you can be. Hundred mm. percent. Be the best, best you can be. And it's a journey. It's a journey to find what yeah. your own metrics of success is. You know, mm. it is a journey. You just got to figure that what that might look like for you. Yeah. And I think and, it just starts mm. off by asking yourself what makes you feel good yeah. about yeah. yourself. And I think it's important when you're when you're young age to have those people around you can voice those things too, or or to get sort of because in your head can often be different to what you truly believe and because obviously again it's other people's words and expectations of what they think you should become or do or be that can influence you so strongly even if on this other side you know you want to be a famous actor on Shortland Street but instead people think you need to be an all black so you go in this position where you still want to get on Shortland Street eh? so you know like there's it's really it's really nice to have those people around you and those mentors eh, to be able to express and say and talk and um, and these days you have that with like what we're doing right now. You have social me mm. media, you have connection, you have YouTube videos. So like whatever you are into, there's someone else in the world that's in the, into the exact same thing. No matter how small, big, mainstream, whatever it is, someone loves what you love. And, and it's so you can find people like you. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a cool time to be, to be around to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, one of the greatest joys of social media, right? That you can reach someone who is on a completely different country and still resonate with them. Mm. When able to do that, let's say like, you know, 50, 100 years ago. Mm. And you kind of, and, and you're living proof, bro, because, you know, we talk about, I mean, we're, we're advanced in our years on this planet. And you get to a point where these things start to come to you. But we can, if we can impact people positively earlier in their journey and get, to a, to a time and a place where they can experience what we are starting to experience, then how good will the next 20, 30 years of their life be? How much more productive? You know, we talk about if you do have a dream, then follow it. People that love you the most will always understand it. And if it takes you to another place and another career, that's okay, but you got there by chasing your dream. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Love um, to show, see, I'm the universe. Let the universe decide the spiritual one. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, Maren, as we sort of come to the end here today, brother, we don't want to keep you all day. So, again, we talked about what you've got going up. You've got the Rise event coming up. How can people find out more about it? How can they buy tickets to it? When is it? What's going on? Hit us. So, the most easiest way to buy tickets and find out more information is jump on my Instagram at Marwin Silerio. So that's M-A-R-W-I-N-S-I-L-E-R-I-O. The uh, ticket link is in my bio and it has information of all the other speakers, what to expect tonight. Um, it'll be held in Auckland on July 30th. 
um, and it's a fundraising event to help raise funds for Growing Z, which is a mental health and self-development program. They've done so much work for um, people in personal development and their mental health, especially during the COVID-19 um, you know, pandemic and the lockdowns. Um, and they've got their own physical space that actually needs work. They need a new roof. And in order to keep providing the space for people to build that type of community and keep these conversations going, um, yeah, they, they need money to keep, keep that roof up. So um, yeah, it's all for a great cause. Freaking love it. Beautiful, man. bro. So team, if you are in Auckland, go check it out. Buy a ticket, get along. You will regret a moment of it. Any time you can spend with that guy right there, Marwin, is an investment in your future. Mate, I've just got to say thank you so much for your time. I have absolutely enjoyed immensely talking to you. Quite emotional, actually, to be honest, because this is exactly the conversation that we love. This is the spirit of what the Deeper Meaningful Chat is all about. And bro, you've nailed it. You always have a home with us. We just want to say we love what you're doing. We think it's incredibly special. You, my friend, are what's great about life. What's great about opportunity and what's great about this country, the diversity, the ideas, to see you out there fulfilling your dream and making others happy in the service of others is just inspiring, mate. So continue to do what you do. Like I say, you are always welcome here. I'd love to sit down, bro. I'm going to look you up when I'm up in Auckland. We're going to sit down Please. and, and Please. touch cups um, and have a DMC face-to-face, -face, bro. So yeah, Sorry, mate. mate. And, I'd love, I'd love to have you on the High Frequency Club as well. Bro, Thank you so Thank much. You. In, inspired. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate awesome. it, my brother. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the DMC podcast. Woo! See you all next week. It's been a beautiful, beautiful episode. Take care, everybody. DMC soon. Peace.